Hey Dragons, welcome to episode 41 of the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Today's episode is with Katie and Chelsea. You may know them from the Temple of Geek Togcast. They are launching their own separate podcast called Tea Time with Katie and Chelsea, uh, which explores all realms of pop culture from a female perspective. I highly encourage everyone to check them out. I've checked out their first four episodes, and they're highly entertaining. But even if you're a guy, even if you're not into what they're into, I highly suggest you subscribe and download, because we could all use from exploring different points of view. That being said, also, last two show notes are make sure that you hop on Kickstarter and search the Nerd Out app. Help our friend L. Jensen launch uh, the Nerd Out app 2.0. Amazing app. I absolutely love it. Definitely worth your time and dollars. Uh, She also has some great prizes on there, great rewards if you donate. So please do that now. Third, not second, um, my wonderful, beautiful, amazing mother-in-law, author Jeannie Koch, has released... The 14th book in the Alien Kitty Cat series called Alien Nation. Um, If you're familiar with the series, awesome, excellent. Pick up Alien Nation right now. If you're not, go to your bookstore, Barnes & Noble, local bookstore, Amazon, whatever you need, and pick up the first book, which is called Touched by an Alien. The books do build on each other, and it is a great, great series. Any questions, shoot me an email. I'll be more than happy to answer that. Other than that, enjoy today's episode and work out nerd out. In the basement rolling dice, rolling dice. I'm a wizard. When we play, we do it right. Candles flicker, fighting dragons in my mind. In my mind. Just for kicks. DM says you're gonna die. Roll a D. All right, Dragons, here we are again. I have two guests today. Um, Lady Catherine, Katie, and Chelsea. How are you guys doing? You guys are from the Temple of Geek podcast. We have had Katie on before, but this is our first time with Chelsea. Hi, Chelsea. Hello. (laughs) Hello, Dragons. Hello, Dragons. Um... Real quick, just introduce yourselves for everybody out there. Tell them a little bit about Temple of Geek, and then we will go into Doctor Who Nerd Rage. <laughs> All right, well. <laughs> Silence your cell phone, man. Silence Dude. your cell phone. Dude, so unprofessional. I know. What is this, your first time? I know, apparently. <laughs> podcast novice over here. Jeez. <laughs> All right, well, Dude. I'm Ch- I'm Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, is there anything else that we should know about you? Um, I really like DC and uh, Doctor Who and lots of nerdy television. And I do a lot of photography for Temple of Geek. So I help Katie go to conventions and take lots of photos of cosplayers. Very cool. Yeah. 
Katie, give us a brief refresher on you. <laughs> a brief refresher. Uh, well, my name is Katie. I've been with Temple of Geek for a year and a half or something. Um, I have lots of interests. Uh, that's a big list that's probably too long to list, but Supernatural, DC Comic, TV shows, Marvel, Harry Potter. Uh, why, don't you just, why don't you just tell us what you're not into? That would not be a shorter into? list. Uh, Agents <laughs> of S.H.I.E.L.D. What? Oh, burn. Oh, I've actually... I've actually been slacking on this season. I haven't watched any episode this season, but I actually heard this season's really good. Um, I heard that too. You'd be super disappointed in me as a Supernatural fan because I've only seen the I've only seen the season premiere of this season so far. Oh, I'm like really behind. Of Supernatural or of Agents? Yeah. Okay. Of Supernatural. Like, I'm an avid Supernatural watcher, but I haven't watched it all at this season. Because I got a new job. Yeah, and, new yay. job. And I work all the time. But Right? I know that yeah. feeling. Yeah, um, but besides that, yeah. No, before we hopped on, we were talking a little bit of Nerd Rage about Doctor Who, because you are going... Uh, tell the story, tell the story. So, myself, a bunch of friends, and Chelsea are going to Ireland in July because someone's getting married. That's and that me. will be Chelsea. <laughs> Yay! Chelsea's getting married. Mazel off. Yes. Thank you. We are super excited because we love Eamon, who is her fiance, who also works for Temple of Geek. Yes. And so we're all packing up and going to Ireland for the for the wedding and along with the wedding we're also taking a short possibly additional vacation that includes Cardiff which we want to go to the Doctor Who experience which we just found out is closing this summer but when in the summer we don't know that's the problem we're left in this like <laughs> we're left with no idea of what it's closing is going to be before we get there after we get there I mean, people are raging about it. They've already started a petition to keep it open. And I would be happy for it to stay open until I get to visit. And then it can just do whatever it wants after that. What if it closed the doors the day before you guys got there? Oh, my God. I'm so mad. <laughs> when are you guys scheduled to be there? Uh, July. Ooh, okay. So that's, that is middle of the summer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, ooh, that's your. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you about fifty-fifty shot of making it. I'm so upset because I've been looking forward to going there. Like it's been on my list of things to do when I go to the UK. And if it closes before I get to go, I will be so sad. I mean, there's like a million other things to do there, obviously, but it's it's on the list. That was a big thing on the list. Yeah, the big thing on the list because we're all huge Hoovians. I'm like, how? How could we go to Cardiff and not go there? Oh. You just have to go to film locations, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's so <laughs> awful. So terrible. <laughs> I know. I just go to go to Bad Wolf Bay and cry. Yes. Leave a rose. Somebody left a rose on a beach. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> and if anyone doesn't get that reference, please go ahead and check out Weck Hoovians at Weck Hoovians on Twitter. <laughs> plug Whoa, the total in. plug. I know, right, dude? I gotta, I gotta, I gotta show love to my friends over at Weck. Um, we're planning 
you guys might get an invite. We're planning a board game night some night soon, and I'm very excited because they like board games, and I like board games, and my wife does not like board games with me. Um, Aww. <laughs> why are you super competitive? Um, I am, and <laughs> like if it's if it's like an adversarial game, like Monopoly, I'm ruthless. I was going to say, I was like, are you that person that buys Boardwalk and puts, like, five hotels on it? No, because okay. um, the return on investment on Boardwalk and Park Place is never that good. <laughs> so you buy something else, like Baltic Avenue or something, like something ridiculous. No, it's, it's all about the orange, reds, and yellows. Wow, that is strategy. way too I don't, strategy. Want, I don't know if I want to play board games with you. No. But, <laughs> so we were playing Pandemic for the first time with some of our friends, and that's a cooperative game. So I was super excited to be, like, cooperative. And then I realized, my wife told me afterwards, she was like, you were totally commandeering the game. It was, <laughs> she's like, it was like everybody's turn was your turn. Because, because you were just telling people what to do. And I was like, oh, God, I was. I need to send out apology emails to my friends for doing that. It's like apology email, apology text, apology video. Oh my gosh, yeah. Um, apology letter. I'm so sorry. No, but it's like, but it's like I didn't think I was doing anything. I just thought my brain, like, the strategy for pandemic is how my brain works. Like, it's just logical and lowest amount of moves and containing the outbreak. It's just, it's just a logical game and that's how my brain functions. Um, and so I didn't even realize I was doing it until like four hours after we finished. And my wife said, yeah, you were a complete jerk during the game. And I was like, why doesn't somebody tell me during the game? (laughs) Like, whoa, slow your roll, man. We're all trying to play. We're like, you're not the governor. Relax. I know, right? <laughs> Seriously. And also, I have not been watching The Walking Dead. I'm over it. Uh, this season, I... Okay, so I don't watch The Walking Dead. However, I am a big fan of Jeffrey Dean Morgan because, well, one, that's Sam and Dean's father on Supernatural. But So we watched the first... I watched the first two episodes. And let me tell you, the first episode, damn... Like, okay. he is just ruthless. Dude, everybody knows Abraham and Glenn died. Nobody cares yeah. because Glenn frickin' needed to die. Well, um, yeah, because canon with the con- with the comics, yeah. No, it just, not even because it's in the comics. But just because he had, he had no more purpose on that show. Well, I didn't know that because, obviously, I don't watch the show. But watching him get beat to death with a bat with barbed wire on it was kind of horrible. No, I I have no doubt that it was horrible. I was just like, <sighs> Walking Dead has a pacing problem. I can see that. And here was the issue with the season premiere. We had four or five months. The internet had four or five months to discuss who was going to die. And there's pretty much a co, you know, everyone was like, okay, it's going to be Abraham or Glenn. And everyone kind of knew that. And so then when it happened, I wasn't shocked anymore. If the, uh-huh. if the season premiere had been the season finale, A, last season wouldn't have dragged on for so long. And B, 
I would be like, I wouldn't have had time to guess who was going to die. Yeah. Okay. That makes, uh, that makes sense. It makes a lot of sense. And, yeah. s- and so then maybe I'd still be watching the show. So, you yeah. know, I know all the, you know, executive producers and everyone are listening to this right now. If you need yes. a fanboy <laughs> consultant, um, my contact information <laughs> is in the show notes. Nice. <laughs> Just saying. I mean, come on. Um, have, have y'all seen Strange yet? Doctor what? Strange. Oh, oh yeah, Doctor I Strange. did. I told she you has. I did. I was supposed to be on the Doctor Strange podcast, but I was working. I heard lots about it. You should. Yeah, we talked. Go ahead. We talked a little bit. We talked a little bit about it last night. Okay. Just a smidge. Just, just a smidge. Just a smidge. cast that we recorded last night. Don't be afraid of spoiling it. I, I don't care. Um, uh, the good guy wins. There you go. Spoiled. Yeah. Oh, what? What? <laughs> what? Bullshit. This is bullshit. No. <laughs> no. Um, I'm fine. I'm excited to see where the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going. Um, I think mm-hmm. it's 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 doing some really great things. I actually heard the opinion the other day that because they do have so many different tropes that they that they use. I mean, I don't want to say tropes, but genres. Like you had Captain America was a political thriller and a World War II uh, thriller. Guardians of the Galaxy was the straight up sci fi goodness. Um, Iron Man is straight up action. Thor has been fantasy. I think Doctor Strange, especially with some of his villains, could really tap into the horror genre. Mm-hmm. And it could be Marvel's, like, horror movie shtick. Um, that would be really cool. So... Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for it. I... I don't know what other genres are out there that I can think of that I would like them to start tapping into. Because at some point you just start getting into genres and then you get into like subgenres and like is uh-huh. horror is horror different than thriller and are there really that many things separating them? Like action adventure versus straight up action. You know, is is there really things that differentiate those i don't know sometimes i feel like there's not i mean i mean like uh, there can be like those differences between horror and thriller because thriller doesn't really have as much like horror goes straight for the gore like with a lot of killing and stuff whereas thriller is more messing with the head more than anything or the shock value more than the killing kind of thing well, I guess so. I guess I guess I just have a different. <laughs> Apparently, uh, my definitions don't match up with the <laughs> with Hollywood's. <laughs> well, no, I don't think any of ours really, really do right? what we what we define as a genre of film is probably totally off from what they actually think. <laughs> that is probably true. Well, um, and they sometimes switch their genres to fit whatever awards they want to win. Oh yeah, because <laughs> the Marsh. Because The Martian is a comedy. Exactly. Oh, totally, totally a comedy. But they already knew that it wasn't going to win anything if it was in the drama category. So they're yeah. like, this is funny. And I'm like, it's just, it's like a little bit. 
Like, I mean, you know, Matt, Matt Damon was hilarious when he was making potatoes and calling himself a space pirate, but <laughs> when he looked like all desiccated and stuff, that wasn't funny. There was a right. joke in there, so clearly it's a comedy. Oh, yeah, right. Hilarious. It was so funny that time, you know, he blew himself up and like destroyed his entire crop and then almost mm. died. That's hilarious. So funny. So funny. I was laughing so hard I had tears. <laughs> tears. Laughing so hard you had tears. I'm sure you did have tears, but not because of laughter. Not because of laughter. Mm-hmm. It was such a good movie, though, The Martian. It was. I still haven't seen it. Oh, my God. You need to see it. It's good. It's, it's not. But I do Matt Damon movies, so that's me. I don't even think it's on the list right now. That's unfortunate. Let me tell you what is on the list. Yeah. Harry oh. Potter. Um, I actually have not seen any Harry Potter after the third movie. What? I know. <laughs> what? Katie's going to make you watch it so you can do a podcast on it now. <laughs> yes. Right. You have to watch it. Um, I love Harry Potter. That's why I'm so excited for Fantastic Beasts next week. I got so excited that I asked my sister last yesterday while I was working. I was like, hey, do you want to go see Harry Potter tonight? Like Fantastic Beasts? Look up the times. We'll go tonight for midnight showing. She's like, it's not till next week. And I was so upset. I'm like sitting there like typing away on my computer, just like angry, angry crunching of the keyboard. I'm like, I was like, this polygon is just stupid. I was just (laughs) frustrated and angry at work yesterday. Um, I have so many movies on this, on my queue that I haven't seen that it's just like, at what point am I just going to give up and not even watch them? Like, I feel that way about TV shows, like on Netflix. Yeah. I've added so many shows. I'm like, yeah, I'm totally going to watch The Fall. Nope. You haven't watched any of The Fall? No, that's that's a lie. I've watched the, oh, okay. uh, the first three episodes of season one. <laughs> so I'm almost done with season one. There's only five. So. Oh, my God. See, um, I'm... I'm Me and my wife, we, we, we don't have a lot we watch together. And... There's, there's not a lot that there's not a lot of time where we're alone that we can watch whatever we want. I mean, she works from home, so she can watch whatever she wants all want whatever she wants all day. But like me, I'm I'm not home very often, and so it's like if I want to watch Stranger Things, I have to find a time and a place to do it, which I still haven't watched, but it's on the list. I haven't watched it either. I've watched the first episode, and that's. So if anyone has any suggestions about how I can watch more TV, which is probably not going to happen because I have just added so much to my plate today, and by today I mean this week, um, it's going to be ridiculous. I don't, I can barely, I'm barely hanging on to watching the shows that are currently on. Like the show that I'm most up to date watching is Arrow. Which like, is weird. That's like the weird. weirdest show. I know. I mean, I half watched the episode of Supergirl, but it was on Monday. So I was busy prepping for Tuesday in the mm-hmm. morning. So I was listening, but not really watching it. So I don't know what happened. So I need to finish, like, rewatch it. And it's very good. Thank God The Flash was on Tuesday. So there was no new episode that I had yes. to miss. So. Bummer. <laughs> yeah. But- I think the four the four show crossover is starting. So, and I haven't actually watched Legends of Tomorrow, you so this should be super interesting. Legends has actually been pretty good this season. Well, I did watch last season. I you don't have to. I'm sorry. 
I'm DC TV right now. It's 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 too expansive for me. Like I know I'm a completionist, so if I start watching one, I'm gonna have to watch everything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I don't have time to catch up on four seasons of Arrow, two seasons, two, three seasons of The Flash, season of Supergirl, and season of Legends of Tomorrow. I just, it's, it's, at this point, it's too big of a monster when everything gets canceled and I'm like 63, maybe then I will sit down <laughs> on my porch in my rocking chair and watch it. It took... It took us six months to watch seven seasons of Gilmore Girls. About well, that's six That's because we were watching it together. So I know, but that's still a long time. Dude, I my, mean, obviously. My my wife has booked through it. I think she it's taken her like three weeks. Well, we it's, we're watching it together because Chelsea's really into Gilmore Girls, like very into it, and so am I now. But. Uh, I'd never seen it before, so we started watching it together, and then we could only get together maybe once a week, so we'd watch, like, four or five episodes in a row, and then we'd go, like, two weeks without watching it. Yeah. But we powered through last week on Friday was, we watched the the series finale, so now we're ready for the revival. I'm so excited. I have no interest in Gilmore Girls. I don't know what it's about. Whatever, I'll talk to your wife. <laughs> That's fine. Shoot her an email. You're like, bring her in here. We'll talk to her right. about Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Honey, I need you to guest on this podcast. Come on. <laughs> You're like, they're talking about Gilmore Girls. They're talking about your show. Right? Um, I will say, last last night, I did speak to a professional wrestler on the podcast, so that was cool. Nice. Like, yeah. He's a really cool guy. I really enjoyed talking to him. Um it just makes me want to go become a professional wrestler. <laughs> my yeah. friend my friend Joe wants to, he's a reporter, and his dream job is to be the commentator for wrestling. So he Ew. does the, the Hollywood wrestling thing. Yeah. He does that every weekend. What's the Hollywood so, wrestling thing? It's like CFW Hollywood, and they do free wrestling shows. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Kenny's like, I gotta get in this. Dude, right? <laughs> yeah, my friend Joe Galley, Emmy Award winning reporter from... Oh God, where does he report from? From the Palm, desert. Palm Springs? Palm Springs, yeah. Oh, shit. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't There's know about that? Hobby. No. <laughs> Yeah, you can go to you can go to the shows and stuff. I, I, I kind of want to like show up and just be like, can you can can I guest? Like, can I just get in the ring with y'all and like fight people? I'll do it. <laughs> Why not? Why not? It'll be exciting. Yeah, Joe Joe's there like every. I think it's every weekend they do something, or it's every other weekend on Saturday. Although I will say it doesn't look like their website has been updated very recently. <laughs> um, if you look up Joe Galley on on Facebook or know? on Twitter, he'll he keeps everything up to date. I know because I get all those messages, and I'm like, I don't <laughs> bless no your heart, wrestle. <laughs> bless bless your heart, but I'm not into wrestling. <laughs> but Joe's super cool. Well, that's good. New wrestling friends, yay! What do you guys have coming up on Tog? Um, 
uh, let's see. Yesterday we recorded a podcast about Batman. Batman. Uh, and then where he gets his weapons from. That was yeah, interesting. We, we've been doing some some fun episodes where we talk about franchises and like plot holes within them or like issues within them. <laughs> yeah, we recorded an episode about where who came up with the the Hunger Games idea. Yeah, like I, the actual I mean, Hunger Games. That was a good episode. I was honestly, Hunger Games was. Never mind. I'm not going to go down that road. Um, <laughs> I did. I did enjoy that podcast, though, because it was like, who decided it was a good idea to kill children? <laughs> and I was cracking up. So if anyone hasn't listened to that, go listen to that. Um, are you guys excited for the new Star Wars? Yes. Oh yeah. I, I actually am a lot. I mean, I'm not. I like Star Wars, but not as much as others. I'm with you. But I'm actually really excited about Rogue One. Because I like the way they're taking this direction with restarting the franchise. That they're putting, like, they're really pushing having women be main characters, which I love so mm-hmm. much. With Rey in Force Awakens and now with the girl in Rogue One. Yeah. I'm with you on that. I'm absolutely with you on that. I will say the one thing I'm kind of disappointed in. Maybe not, maybe not with Rogue One, but definitely with the the Han Solo story that's coming. Oh yeah, I Star Wars has such an expansive universe that you don't need to explore characters that we've already met. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree with that. You could do something so original so great that has nothing to do with the Death Star or the Skywalker line or the Solos or even, you know, you don't have to, you know, you don't have to do anything with characters we've already met. Uh Uh-huh. Like, I mean, you could do, you could even do a story based on, you know, the band at the cantina. <laughs> that would actually be a great story. Yeah, I would totally pay money to see that. Like, like, you could, you could make, <laughs> I, I don't want to, it's like a This Is Spinal Tap, but for the cantina band. <laughs> um, that would be hilarious. I, I just, yeah, I think it would be brilliant. I mean, I think there'll be a lot of new characters in Rogue One that'll be interesting yeah. to look into. I just think Hollywood's, like, there's no way Hollywood's going to spend a lot of money as much as they w- would on a movie such like Rogue One or the uh, Han Solo prologue one on a brand new character not attached to any of the other guys. See, I I would disagree because what would drive people to the movie is just it being affiliated with Star Wars. Yeah, um, oh, that's true. I don't think you would have to be affiliated with a storyline we already know or a character we already know. Um, I think the geeks will go. I think that even mild Star Wars fans will go. I just think... Hollywood is so worried about not going to the mainstream level 
Like they want they want the maximum amount of money. Yeah. Now, if they cared about a good story, yes, they would probably go for it. <laughs> but they don't care about good stories anymore. They care about how much. Like we need to make the maximum amount of money. <laughs> but see, that's 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 the point. Is a good story sells tickets. Force, you know, Force Awakens. Um, it didn't matter who was the lead, if it was a man, if it was a woman. It was great that it was a woman, but it was a good story with compelling characters. Um, Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, it was called Mad Max, but the story was about Charlize Theron. Max mm-hmm. was a side character, and it was a good story with well-developed characters. Um, the Lego movie. Lego movie was super original. So good. <laughs> so good. Because it was a good story. And so I think mm-hmm. that while Hollywood is like, yeah, we need to make money, if they focused mm-hmm. on things that were a good story, they will make money. I'm 100% with you. Yeah. God, why can't people just put me in charge I of I wish everything? they would take the risk. <laughs> But we also see the problem with is we don't see anything new coming from Hollywood. It's just continuations of franchises or it's stuff that's like adaptations from book to movie or something like that because Hollywood won't take the risk on making something new. They won't do it. They won't step out of the box, which is why I love that we got so pulled into um, we got pulled into doing the short film stuff. Is that a lot of those films are like way out of the box. Like when we talked to uh, Nico Reno about Mother's Day, like we hadn't really seen a movie like that in a while. Yeah. It's the, the only only wait. place people can take risks is what? in short films. Are we talking what? about Mother's Day, the thing with Jennifer Aniston? No. No, 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 no. No, we're talking about a short film that was uh, directed and written by uh, Nico Reno and Lauren Shacker. Okay. Uh, it's a short film that they re- that we helped promote on Temple of Geek. Okay. Yeah, so, we went down and interviewed both of them. It was amazing. Because I was going to be like, the Mother's Day movie that You're, came no. out. <laughs> You're like, that's not really a that's not really no. a short film, Nori. No, not <laughs> that, not that one. Um, no, I've I've met so many great independent and short filmmakers. Um, People like Russ Emanuel, he's been on the podcast a few times. His his horror movie, it was a found footage film, but it was really original, uh, and I really enjoyed watching it. And then there was a short film by my buddy Tom Albanese called Charming, which essentially just flips the the uh, fairy tale story on its on its head. Um, and it the scene opens with Prince Charming sitting against a tree getting drunk because he can't find his true love. It's hilarious. <laughs> nice. I kind of want to see this. Yeah. Um, coming up, yeah. Coming up in a few weeks, we're going to have um, the director from a, uh, a short called To Be or Not To Be, and it's based on the Kurt Vonnegut short story where essentially the world population got so big that 
we had to start regulating birth. So if you and your family, if, if like you and your significant other had a child, one person from your family would have to volunteer to be euthanized. What? So, wow. uh, well, it's because the, it was, it was a one in one out type yeah. scenario and it was, the movie was, the short film was so good. It was, it was amazing. Um, and I also just love the story by Vonnegut. Um, and it is post-apocalyptic and I think we're getting closer to that than we think. Okay. Um, <laughs> We already agreed that we wouldn't talk about anything sad. We are not talking about sad things. Sad things about... in reality. We're so talking happy. about fiction. I like puppies. Puppy. <laughs> um. No. So now there's so many great shorts and indie stuff. Um. One of my favorite indie films that I that I came across was called Dudes and Dragons. Why right up your alley, guys. And it, <laughs> It was just it. It starred James Marsters, uh, Spike for everyone else out mm-hmm. there, and it was so funny. And it was just it was totally a it was a um I don't want to say a parody, but it was kind of like it was a comedy based on like Lord of the Rings fantasy movies, and it was just it. There were so many homages to like Star Wars and Willow and Lord of the Rings. Oh my god, Willow! I love Willow. That's I so taken in, taken in old school. Oh, so I I have a, uh, a question to ask y'all. Okay. So I'm gonna be on the Average Geek Show podcast towards the end of this month um, or the beginning of next month, and I'm gonna be on one of their nostalgia filter episodes. Which means okay. we, we watch an old school movie and then we see if it holds up. So I was debating whether to go like the Willow route, maybe uh, maybe Real Genius. Um, well, I think we know Katie's vote. <laughs> or, it's a man after my own heart here. Or Love even like me. like Hackers, if anyone remembers. Oh my hackers. god, Hackers, yeah. So. By the way, anyone else out there listening, if you have an idea of what I should use on the Average Geek Show Nostalgia Filter, I get to choose the movie. So, um, dude, send me an email, tweet at me, Facebook, whatever you guys think I should watch, um, and make them watch. Let me know. Man, Real Genius is such a good pick. Even Willow's a good pick. But I, I have a special place in my heart for Real Genius Val Kilmer so yeah. much. Well, that would be so good. I was also debating whether to do, like, Boondock Saints. Oh, my God. Also a good movie. But my thing is, Boondock Saints, I usually watch once a year. So I know that, at least I, in my mind, it holds up. Real Genius or Willow. Real Genius, I think, holds up. But Willow, I haven't seen in a while. Um, Hackers, I haven't seen in a while. So... I'm 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 curious. What are your thoughts? You might want to go for something you haven't seen that way you have in a while. That way you have that fresh perspective uh-huh. and can talk about it. So I would uh, my vote's uh, real genius. Yeah. Okay. Also, just who doesn't love young Val Kilmer? It's such a fun mm-hmm. movie too. 
it's, it's absolutely hilarious. Like the whole thing from beginning to end, we call it the popcorn movie. Whenever we talk about it, we're like, Oh, the popcorn movie. Now, when was the last time you've seen it? Me? Yes. Um, it's been a little while, but I've seen it so many times that I, it kind of feels like I watch it all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it in the last two years? Yes. Okay. See, then, then real genius to you would be like Boondock Saints to me. Exactly. Yeah. God, I love yeah. Boondock Saints. I actually watched Boondock Saints while I was getting a tattoo one time. <laughs> nice. The, the, uh, artist had a DVD player stereo set up in his booth. Nice. And so I just, <laughs> the scene with the cat, um, <laughs> if, if people don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not, it's, sh- it's a shocking scene, um, in the sense that you will laugh. Um, <laughs> so I knew the scene was coming up and so I started to laugh and he had to stop for 10 minutes so I could finish laughing at that scene. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Oscar with Sylvester Stallone? It's like a it's like a hilarious take on uh, mobsters from the 20s during Prohibition. No. Oh my god, you should see this movie. It is so funny. So Sylvester Stallone plays um, this uh, mobster turn straight so he's trying to become a banker and throughout the movie all this stuff keeps happening and it has Sylvester Stallone it has um oh my god what's her name uh the Spider-Man new aunt what's her name oh Sally Field no No. from the new not not the new 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 not the second new 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 um from why why can't I remember her name I can't I can't think of her name right now war from Civil War, yeah. I just it, her name is escaping me, but also Tim Curry's in it. He oh, plays wait, Marissa Tomei. Yes, Marissa Tomei. She plays his Storm. daughter, and uh, Tim Curry's also in it. And there's some other, there's a bunch of other people, but it's so funny. If you have a chance to watch it, it's really good. Highly recommend. Ooh, do you know what you actually talking about? Um, a 1920s gangster movie made me think Dick Tracy. Oh, that's a good choice too. I agree. My mom hates that movie, but it's a good, it's a good choice. Your mom's foolish. <laughs> she, my mom also hates Grease too. So, well, everyone should hate Grease. It's plaguing our arteries. I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you mean the movie? The movie. Oh, you're so funny, so hilarious. I know, oh my god. Puns are the reason for my life. <laughs> so that's all I'm saying there. Um, Alright, I actually think that... Is there anything else we want to talk about? Because I think I need to wrap it up because I think I have some errands to run with the misses. I don't think... I mean, other than Sherlock Season 4 is coming out. Ooh, thank January God. 1st! January, what? Um, and it's actually only January 1st if you know where to find it online or if you're in right. Or you happen to be in the UK at the time. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> just because you're going to be in Ireland for Christmas. Are you, moving, are you moving to Ireland? I am moving to Ireland. Yes. Good um, call. 
I yeah. know. I was just saying that. I was like, <laughs> she's getting out right in, right in time. Right and I heard that Ireland is accepting American refugees now. I, I mean, I was. This was a plan before all that. I know. But... <laughs> no, no, it's this is, it's this is quite for fortuitous. This is for um, love. She's like, it's for love. <laughs> so romantic. Romance. Um, romance. When I when I decide to take a trip to Ireland, can I stay with you? Yeah, if I'm in my own house by then. <laughs> Baller. You don't want to stay with, you don't want to have him like, like, hey, Eamon's mom slash my new mom now. This is my friend. He's going to stay with us. Yeah, no, for sure. If we're in our own apartment. I'm clean. I don't (laughs) smell bad. I'm a great house guest. We've actually met you in person, so that is, we can attest to that. Yes. Yes, but usually run into me at cons where I feel like I'm always rushed, hot, and sweaty. Well, hey, if okay. you're clean then, then you must we be met. super clean everywhere else. <laughs> Not rushed, exactly. But we met you at a thing where you weren't rushed. Oh, yeah, so. the, uh, the the thing and the thing and the thing last November, uh, February. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we've, le- we've like, n- no, it was like October. Wasn't it like in, an o- in October? There was rain. That's all there I remember. Rain. Yeah. <laughs> I could have sworn it was February. I feel like it was October, because I feel like we've known you for like a year, almost. Happy anniversary. Yes. Yay! (laughs) (laughs) Um, We'll talk about that after after we we jump off. Um, Any other nerd topics we wanted to hit before we say goodbye? No? All right. Um, Share some contact information. Chelsea, you go first. For me personally? Oh, personally, or uh, Tog. Okay. Uh, well, you can find uh, all of our content at templeofgeek.com. You could also find us on Twitter at templeofgeek.com, Instagram. Without the dot Facebook. Com well, no, yeah, not dot .com, but I mean at Temple of Geek. Um, Instagram, Facebook. Um, me personally, you can find on Twitter at Chelsea Ray. 1121 uh but i don't really post much there i just mostly retweet political crap <laughs> <There you go. laughs> or or gilmore girls that's about it gilmore girls in politics <laughs> um so yeah katie you go uh like she said you can find us all on templeofgeek.com um me personally you can follow me on twitter lady katherine p but katherine spelled k-a-t-h-a-r-i-n-e and then same with Instagram. I also have Snapchat that I use sometimes. <laughs> um, so if you want to follow me on Snapchat, go for it. Um, but we, Chelsea and I are working on a new project together, which is coming soon. We're going to start, we're starting our own podcast called uh, Tea with Katie and Chelsea. So that is tea time. Tea time with Katie tea and Chelsea. Time. Did I not say that? <laughs> You said tea with Katie and Chelsea. Oh, tea time with Katie and Chelsea. <laughs> it's new. <laughs> it's new. So we're working on that. We have several episodes recorded already, so uh, be on the lookout for that. That should be going live before the Gilmore Girls revival is posted on November 25th. Yes. So. What are you covering in this new podcast? Uh, we will be covering uh, pop culture from the female perspective. So we're approaching all types of pop culture. Um just with our perspective from it, because on the 
Uh, we're both part of the Temple of Geek Talk cast, where we talk a lot about geeky stuff, but we don't really talk about anything else outside of that. So, like, if we want to have a conversation about Gilmore Girls or Dawson's Creek or um, Me Before Mars. You, Veronica Mars, like, anything like that, we can't really discuss that on Temple of Geek because we get a lot of, like, Ugh. Ugh. a lot of groaning <laughs> from the That's- guy. That sounds like nerd hatred, and I don't like that. Yeah, so, I mean, we love our we love talking about our nerd stuff on TalkCast, but we're hoping with this new podcast that we can really branch out and touch the different stuff that we are also um, really into. Uh, like, we got to interview somebody already, so we're really Very excited cool. about that podcast coming out. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, well, for that. I, I cannot provide... The female perspective. I can barely provide a male perspective. Um, <laughs> but I can provide a Kenny perspective. If yeah. if you ever need a guest or would like a, a fresh a fresh Kenny perspective on things. We of course would love to have you. Love, love, love. Yay! So you will uh-huh. get an invite from us. Once we start, like, actually doing more than just talking about it. Yes. If you want yes. to uh, be updated on that, you can follow our Twitter, which is Tea Time with KC. So it's the letter K and the letter C. Okay. So. And um, if you guys email all the links to me after this, I will include all that in the show notes. Very nice. And that does it for today, Dragons. Always glad that you've joined us. You can find me anywhere on social media. Just search at Dumbbells Dragon. Workout nerd out, y'all. Thank you for listening to the Dumbbells and Dragons podcast. Please leave us a review on iTunes as well as a rating. We would definitely appreciate it. And while you're at it, follow us on all social media at Dumbbells Dragon. That includes Pinterest, Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Periscope, and Snapchat. Until next time, work out, nerd out.